0: Welcome into the third podcast for this week. Well, hold up, my phone is not uh, muted. That is uh, totally uh, uh, mishap my me. Sorry about that. That is so funny. I gotta leave that in there. You gotta leave that in there. Oh shit!
1: Dude. Uh, <laughs> so Motion funny. at your ring video doorbell.
0: Yeah. So oh, goodness. <laughs> so this week we're doing the uh, Marvel review, and this week we have in the ring. Iron Man. But first and foremost, we're going to go into the fact, word, and the quote. The fact is, mosquito repellents don't repel, they hide you. The spray blocks the uh, mosquito's sensors so they don't know that you're actually there. Hmm. So we have like invisib- invis- invisibility. I can't even talk. Invisibility. Uh, so that's pretty pretty sweet to know. It's that's pretty actually. Dope. Um, word is Slumberland. An imaginary land described to children as the place they are entering during sleep. They enter during sleep. Sounds like Yellow Wolf's house. Because he's all slum American and all that shit. (laughs) Sounds
1: like somewhere Yellow Wolf would go.
0: Yellow Wolf is a rapper, if you don't know. For all you uncultured swines. Uh, The quote is, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try one more time. Thomas Edison. Sick. Sick. Alright. Let's go into this. So, we're talking about Iron Man. <clears throat> it came out in 2008. You want to try, you going to read the actors? Sure thing, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. <clears throat>
1: Obviously, you had Robert Downey Jr. Yes, sir. Yes, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Terrence Howard. Okay. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Petro. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Leslie Bibb. Mm-hmm. Sean Tube. Hope. Mm-hmm. About Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg, yeah. Uh, Farhan Tahir. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was a big? Paul Benetti. He's uh, Jarvis, the voice of Jarvis,
0: I guess. Mm-hmm. John Fevre
1: Where's he at? <laughs> he's. Oh the, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's, he's Hogan. Dra- yeah, he's I forgot director. about him. Yeah.
0: Uh, also Peter Billingsky, which is, uh, the kid from Christmas Story, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Growing up. Oh, shit. He's also in, uh, the movie that we'll watch eventually, but, uh, the Spider-Man, so. Yeah, pretty cool. I like, uh, I like a lot of those actors. So. Yeah, a lot of those guys are good. Um, let's go into the IMDB, uh, written by Halo 1K. This is the best, the best one I can find. Uh, I found it, I also, I should say, I, f- I find it best not to have me explain it on what I saw because it would take fucking forever. <laughs> like, I'm so ADHD and ADD, like, I would be talking so fast and there'd be a fly or something squeezed by it, I'd be all fucked up. So, anyways. Uh, Tony Stark, genius, billionaire, playboy, uh, philanthropist, son of legendary inventor and weapons contractor Howard Stark, which we've seen him, um... Uh Howard Stark. When Tony Stark is assigned to give a weapons presentation to an Iraqi unit led by Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, he's given a ride on enemy lines. That ride ends badly when Stark's Humvee that he's riding in is attacked by enemy combatants. He survives barely with a chest full of shrapnel and a car battery attached to his heart. In order to survive, he comes up with a way to um, mineralize the battery and figures out that the battery can power something else. Thus, Iron Man is born. He uses the primitive device to escape from the cave in Iraq. Once back home, he then begins work on perfecting the Iron Man suit. But the man who was put in charge of Stark Industries has plans of his own to take over Tony's technology for other matters after being yeah. So bam. Yeah. That's pretty much the uh what it is. Um Did you like it? I loved it. You loved
1: it? Yeah. I loved his personality from the the very You've first seen this before? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I can't remember God. I don't S- think so. I've just never been. So what's big your Iron Man reaction of it? Watching? I mean, it's hard to say without talking about the other ones, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Well, the
0: first time I watched this, I, it wasn't two thousand eight. I wasn't big into Marvel back then, um, but the first time I watched it, I was annoyed by. It. I'm not a big Robin. Robert Downey Jr. I'm not either, but I, I liked I, his attitude. I don't like the way he, he I like was cocky. It. I loved it. I, I hated it. I, hate, I, I hate didn't think I would. Sometimes I hate it and sometimes I like it on different people, but I didn't, I, I didn't like it the first time. Well, going back and watching it for this review, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually liked it. It didn't faze me. Um,
1: I like the very beginning of it when he's talking, he's taking a picture with that soldier and the dude throws up a peace sign. He's like, no gang signs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's I like, just it. kidding, it's throw so it so up, <laughs> Peace. Um,
0: yeah, and I think what was your favorite character out of everybody? I tell you who I like to see the most on
1: screen and I don't she looks way different is Pepper. Yeah, she She's fucking hot in this movie. Yeah, she's really beautiful. When he goes to that uh <clears throat> was it a fundraiser dance or a fundraiser yeah, he when goes to Dude, she's fucking bad.
0: Mm hmm. Um, I will say though I forgot Terrence Howard was in this movie because I did too. It's like been I, years. I forgot
1: he was because I'm pretty sure I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah, but when he popped up, I just started thinking of him singing now, with them egg carts all over the wall.
0: I will say if he's in the other two, I could not tell you. I've seen, it's been so long since I've seen. It. I've seen those when they came out. Yeah. Um, but Iron Man's not my favorite character. He's not mine either. He's but never but that's been one my, of my favorite character. F- I love that movie. But um, yeah. So I actually liked him a lot. I. I you, would you say you like this more or the ca- the one that we watched last, um, Captain? This one, this one, yeah, really easily. So, so far, what do you, what was your favorite one? Captain Marvel, Captain. America. Oh, Captain Marvel is my favorite, yeah. just because
1: I like her. But his, I don't know though. This Iron Man's really good. Yeah, when he's building the suit in the cave with uh that yeah. scientist or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. it's really good. That suits badass.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I think my favorite character. Um, uh, probably, um, hmm, hang on, um, I had to look at this again, I'm trying to think of, because, probably Agent Colson if I had to pick, I'm trying to see their pictures, because I'm terrible, uh, Agent Colson. Clark, Clark, DeBray. oh yeah, 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 it was good, it was good to go back and see him, because I hadn't seen him in so long, so, that was good, and, uh. Yeah, so I, I loved him, but uh, it was directed, like you said, by um, John Favreau. He's uh, he's a great director. He, you all should know this because he's directed. Um, he's helped uh, the Mandalorian. and he's in uh, Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Um, he's he's still happy in Avengers. He's also Rio Durant in Solo. He's Happy Hogan in Spider-Man: Homecoming. I mean, he's he's directed. He's directed a lot of shit. Lion King. I mean, he's. I'm looking at Chef. That's my favorite one of him in it. I think. I think. Did you see Chef, Doug? I don't think so. He directed Elf too. Yeah, he's created everything. He's created everything. What isn't there three Iron Mans? Uh, yeah. He only did the first. Yeah, but
1: he kick-started this whole fucking <clears throat> universe. I know, I'm right. just saying. He only did the first
0: two. He didn't do the third one. Did you see this, Chef? i oh, no, we're, talk- we're talking off. No, i world. never seen it. I, I think i want to. of it. If you watch this next. Yeah, I never saw that. It's freaking good. Is he in it, or is he just... Yeah, directing? he's in it. And in I don't it. know if he directed it. Let's see. Yeah, he did direct it and wrote it. Huh. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Yeah, uh, this movie was really unexpected to uh, for me. Uh, you want me to go into the Easter eggs real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I got a lot. So, uh, the Ten Rings. The terrorist group that kidnaps Tony is the Ten Rings, a group well-known from an uh, Iron... Which, go ahead and say about the Iron Man comp. Wait, we don't go into... We don't talk about the comics because we don't know the comics, but we like reading the Easter eggs about the comics, so...
1: Yeah, we don't know shit about the comics. Yeah, so anyways, the terrorist
0: group that kidnaps Tony is the Ten Rings, a group well known in Iron Man comics, and their logo can be seen on the flag behind them. When they give, like, the uh, the terrorist video. Pretty cool. Pretty sweet. I mean, if I knew the comic, it would be even cooler to me, but... Alright, moving on. The original suit, though everyone knows Iron Man uh, primarily by his slick red and yellow suit, the first suit he creates that led to that version makes an appearance in the film, and it's pretty close to Iron Man's first comic book suit, which is the one he created. Yeah, that one's dope. Um, so, uh, Fig-Thing-Thoom. In a true blink-and-you-miss-it blink and fashion, a poster for the comic book villain fing Thing Fang Foom appears in the background of the film. Fittingly enough, the uh, art is by um, I don't to botch his name, Eddie Grinoff, uh, for the comic uh, miniser- miniseries Iron Man Viva Las Vegas, which was written by Iron Man's director John Favreau.
1: It was written. The comic book was written by him.
0: Yeah, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I noticed this gold Mark III armor before Tony adds the hot. Uh, Rod Red to the design. Jarvis shows him a model of the Mark III armor that is uh, entirely gold. This is a reference to the Model One Mark III armor from the comics, which was entire entirely gold. I knew that had to be something. Yeah, I knew it
1: had to be some.
0: Yeah. So uh, Stan the Man, uh, S- Stan, oh, Lee, Stan Lee. Stanley. He thinks he's <laughs> the Iron Man co-creator. Stanley made his trademark cameo in the film, playing the role of Hugh Hefner. Yeah, that was so funny because <laughs> I don't remember it. Uh, one of the fighter f- uh, pilots chasing Tony calls out to the other identifying them as Whiplash 1. Whiplash is a classic Iron Man villain who would go on to appear in the sequel. He says, Ballroom, this is Whiplash 1. I've got the bogey in my sights. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love <clears throat> I love how they have Easter eggs like this. Shit. He's in
1: the sequel that, so he's in the second movie? Uh, Whiplash?
0: God, hang on a second. Well, you said it. I don't know. I have to go back. I, I just erased it from my dang phone. Uh, so I swear the iPhone is great for recently defeat, deleted deleted stuff. It stays in there. Uh, who would go into appear in the sequel? Yes. Yeah. I had to. I had to make sure. I read it, but I was just like,
1: mm-hmm. that's okay. Um.
0: Did you notice this? The closing credits for Iron Man features the blueprints for War Machine's armor with his trademark machine gun. I think so. Yeah. They got a new statue of a war machine that I want so bad. Um, the script was not completely finished when filming began. Since the filmmakers were more focused on the story and the action, uh, the dialogue was mostly ad-libbed throughout filming. Director Jon Favreau acknowledged this made the film feel more natural. Some scenes were shot with two cameras to capture lines improvised on the spot. Robert Downey Jr. would ask for many takes of one scene since he wanted to try something new. And Gwyneth uh, Paltrow, on the other hand, had a difficult time trying to match Downey with a suitable line as she never knew what he would say. That's crazy. That's isn't pretty it? cool. It's not even done. Um, director John Favreau wanted Robert Downey Jr. because he felt the actor's pass was right for the part. He commented The best and worst moments of Robert's life have been in the public eye. He had to find an inner balance to overcome obstacles that went far beyond his career. That's Tony Stark. Robert brings a depth that goes beyond a comic book character, having trouble in high school, or can't get the girl. Favreau also felt Downey could make Stark a likable asshole, but also <laughs> pick an authentic emotional journey once he won over the audience. Which I totally agree that. It fits it perfect, you know? Yeah. Um... Paul Bettany has never seen the film and is unfamiliar with the plot. He said Jarvis was the easiest job ever and it was almost like a robbery since he only worked for 2 hours. Got paid a lot of money then went on vacation with his wife, Jennifer Connelly, who would later voice the AI in Spider-Man Homecoming 2017. His role would however be expanded considerably in the later uh, Marvel films. So yeah. 2 yeah, hours because he did 2 hours. And got paid a lot of money, and then went on vacation with his wife, and then his wife is the AI for Spider-Man. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, because he didn't say much in the Iron Man Mm-mm. movie, but the other ones,
1: some of them he says a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, in an interview with, um, oh, this is this is one of my favorite ones. In an interview with Britain's Empire magazine, Robert Downey Jr. thanked Burger King for helping him get straight in 2003. With a car full of drugs, he had a burger that was so disgusting. It made him rethink his life and dump the drugs in the ocean. He repeats <laughs> he repeats this with his impromptu sit down session with the press upon his return from captivity. Burger King also pro- promoted the film with toys based on the movie as well as the sequel. That's oh, pretty. Shit. Yeah, it's, he does
1: have that scene where he all he wants he is sit a burger and he comes sit back. Down. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's pretty. That's pretty. That's, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Burger King. Good lord. Um... So, I Am Iron Man was ad-libbed by Robert Downey Jr., producer Kevin Feige, approved... Uh, or, sorry, he ad-libbed it, basically. Producer Kevin Feige approved it, using it to the final cut of the film, and credits this with his decision to largely do away with secret identities in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Only Spider-Man conceals his identity, while Thor's author, Ego Donald Blake, is simil- similarly... Similar... I can talk... Not used... John Favreau celebrated getting the job as director by going on a diet and losing seventy pounds. Jesus Christ, seventy pounds must be nice. Uh, The roadster, the roadster on which Tony Stark was working, on is owned by director John Favreau. Oh, really? Yep. (laughs) According to Paul Bettany, the voice of Jarvis, he did not know on which film he was working. He merely did the job as a favor for John Favreau with whom he worked in Wimbledon in 2004. He did it as a favor. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? Didn't even know what he was doing and he's like, "I'll do it." That's
1: got to be one of the easiest jobs.
0: Did it and then next thing you know, bam, he's in there, you know? Um <laughs> Okay, to prepare for this role as um or prepare for this role, Jeff Bridges read some of the Iron Man comic books that features uh, Stain uh, he also grew a beard and shaved his head, which he said was something he'd always wanted to do. Uh, John Favreau shot the film in California because he felt that too many superhero films were set on the East Coast, especially New York City, which I can totally fucking agree with that. Yeah. Because how many fucking superheroes does New York City need, you know? So, <laughs> as of May of 2018, only eight of the 19 films in the... Uh, uh, MCU have featured New York City in some capacity that's pretty cool um uh, trying to see what did I, I miss something didn't I uh roughly 450, 450 separate pieces make up the Iron Man suit damn mm-hmm. um let's keep going on uh during the final battle, there was a there was originally going to be a sequence where Tony in the Iron Man suit drives an Audi R8 that would crash into Iron Monger's legs and then flip over, after which Iron Man would split the car in, in half and jump out. However, the Audi R8 was so well built that it refused to flip, despite repeated crashes and the roof wouldn't split the way director John Favreau wanted it to because the car's frame was so tough. As a result, the whole final eight, uh, this whole final fight sequence was rewritten. The filmmakers were so impressed by the toughness of the car that it was decided that the convertible version was to be featured in Iron Man 2. So go buy Yin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go get Ari. Isn't that what was in his garage anyways? In the movie? In the first one? Not a convertible, but yeah. a silver ar I think it was a silver Audi.
0: Um when Pepper Potts is downloading a set of secret files, the all... Authorization on one document is listed as Lebowski. Jeff Bridges, who plays in the film, played the dude in The Big Lebowski in 98. I thought that was cool. I love the. Where's the other one? I missed one. There's one that's really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeff Bridges said he felt really uncomfortable not having a script or rehearsals, since normally he is very prepared and knows his lines word for word. Realizing it was like he was in a $200 million student film took the pressure off him. And made it easier. Yeah. That's all the uh, all the little Easter eggs I have. So, pretty cool. Is it, I, I overall liked it. I mean... Yeah, I, I liked it. The first time I've seen it, like I said, it just wasn't my favorite. And I, I'm not going to sit here and bash it. It still wasn't my favorite. I mean, I like the Easter eggs. And I think I have a little bit more respect for Tony Stark and Iron Man as a hero. So, um, I guess you can say that. Did you it, see? I can't believe you never seen that.
1: I had to have seen it before.
0: I two might th- not have seen the third one or the second one. I think I seen it in two thousand and ten, maybe. I know
1: I, 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 had to have seen it. Yeah. I just don't remember when.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. You want to be going to anything else, or going straight into ratings? You can rate it. You may rate it first. Yeah. Go ahead all right I will rate it uh,
1: 3.8 that's I didn't expect you to be that high
0: yeah well I enjoyed it I mean
1: I gave it a 3.5
0: 3.5 yeah yeah I think anything that I enjoy is always going to be over a 3
1: I don't know that I'll dislike many of them
0: yeah 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 it was overall good and I can't wait to watch the other two um but this week we earned yeah I guess the next we're doing the pick watch yeah I'm watching faster yep uh and you're watching Edge of Tomorrow Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt yeah so sweet and then the next Marvel you know the next Marvel movie no that was just
1: about to ask you
0: I think it's Iron Man 2 I believe is it? Yeah, I'm pretty freaking sure it is. Let me let me look it up, though. I'm pretty sure it's Iron Man... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Iron Man 2. And then it goes Iron Man 3. Yeah, no, it goes Iron Man 2, and then... Uh, yeah, it goes Iron Man 2, Thor. So, we're going to skip over the Incredible Hulk. I don't want to watch it, because... It's a different actor, and I just don't think it's necessary. Everybody knows the Hulk's background. I told Tom to skip this movie and stuff, and he so, looks totally different anyways, I think. Yeah, it's completely different. And I just... I don't know.
1: So... So Iron Man 2 is next.
0: hmm And then Thor. So... Hell yeah. Which Thor is my favorite, by far. Yeah. I mean, if I could own more Thor statues, I would, but there's only so much that are out. So... Sweet. So hey, thanks for listening. Um go ahead, say it, drop a review. Are you gonna say anything about drop every time I say it? I never drop? say it. <laughs> but drop a review if you guys don't mind. I will Wait. say
1: this one comes out first and then the next one that's yeah. coming out is gonna be the game show. And I'll go ahead and tell you it's I guess like a graphic warning or a noise. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. We should say well, that. Our special guests and me. If you we gag a lot and throw up. Well, you, not really throw up, but yeah. close.
0: If you, if you guys get sensitive to sounds of that nature, then you like probably this. shouldn't listen to it. Um, but that's just a forewarning, because it's it's pretty gross. I'm not one to <clears throat> gag uh, listening to people, but some people are. I know my, my dad is. He throws up. So
1: It'll be in the title and in the description, too, in case. Yeah.
0: yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. All right, cool. Well, we hope you guys enjoy... Um, the rest of the week, day, morning, night, wherever you are listening to this. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening to The The Third third podcast.
1: Podcast.